Hello, hello, people of the world. I'm back after COVID. Uh, this is Rodrigo. If you don't know me, it's okay. It's normal. And uh, well, just for you to know, I am the founder of the Mexpat Club, and I've been doing this podcast for a while now. But unfortunately, fucking COVID happened, and you know how this goes, right? I don't even have to tell you. So um, we are restarting with this uh, beautiful communication between Playa and the rest of the world for you guys to motivate yourselves to come. And today I have a fantastic guest. As always, we got very interesting people in Playa del Carmen, and I'm very proud and very happy to be able to have this lovely connection. So let me introduce you to Jenny. I can't pronounce her last name, to be very honest with you. I'm going to try again. Her name is Jenny T. Jacqueline <laughs> Welcome. It's 11 letters long. You really count them. Most people, they just call me Jenny Tech. I like that. Yeah, Jenny, Jenny Tech. Jenny Tech, okay. Yeah. There it is, guys. Jenny Tech for all of you. And well, we're today actually recording from my new home. By the way, I am so sorry about the sounds. We do have a lot of uh, apps open and all that. I'm going to try to close everything. In the meantime, um, as I was saying, we are recording from my new home. And I am very happy because um, this actually has to be said. Through COVID, I was not in the best position like many of you. I, I, I lost a lot of things. And the beauty of what I'm about to share with you is because Playa has provided so much for me that in a matter of a month and a half, I was, I was able to switch houses from a place that I was not enjoying to this beautiful new location. And I was not expecting Playa to be in the place where it is today. It's Playa is alive and it's back on track, baby. And we washed off all the bad people that was here because there's a lot of bad people all over the world, but we had a lot of them. And now we have a beautiful community. And today from Canada, Jenny Tech. So welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I could not agree more. I arrived right before COVID hit. And as COVID came down, a lot of people left. A lot of people went back home. I chose to not because something kept me here. There was an energy that pulled me here and my rent uh, got cut in half. So I said, <laughs> hey, why the hell not? <laughs> yeah, because the, the, the rents are insane in areas like ours. I mean, we do live in the Caribbean, but I believe that one of the problems is that a lot of people came here expecting to pay less than they pay in their countries, which is actually something that does happen. But still, the people... Um, decided to charge more because you were coming with dollars and you could not see the difference, right? So for the rest of the Mexicans that were living here, living in the central area of Playa became an issue. It was very expensive. So right now, COVID just allows us like literally to come back and take over our area. So now I, I get to see more Mexicans where I live now than before. There's nothing wrong with having my foreigners because I love them. You know, I work for all of you. Uh, but I'm, I'm very impressed that now we are back to that lifestyle when the same one as when I moved to this place, 2003. That's amazing. I mean, I, I'm in Mexico to hang out with Mexicans. Of course, I love the internationalness of these expat towns like Playa del Carmen. But at the end of the day, I'm in Mexico. I want to hang out with Mexicans. I want to speak Spanish. She is speaking Spanish. Yeah, yo hablo espanol, claro. <laughs> So Jenny Tech is here, um, like many other foreigners, just trying to find a better life. And I wouldn't say better than their countries, just a better life in this moment. So she's trying to create connections, um, but she has a beautiful business. And I would very much like to talk about that in a minute. But first, we need to find 
who Jenny Tech is and why she ended up in Playa. So why don't you share something about your life that um, put you where you are today? Sure. Um, I think this story will resonate with a lot of you listening. And I'm just going to say intuition. Listen to your intuition. I, I grew up in North Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and it's a pretty big city. I mean, it's, it's the outskirts of Vancouver. And by the time I hit about 21, I had, I had slapped my backpack on and I had gone traveling to my first Latin America country, which was Costa Rica. There was something about the culture, the warmth, the family oriented, the language, the passion, the smiles. There was just something about the Latin culture that stuck with me. And I know I'm not alone in this. So I went back home after my month of traveling and I got the bug. I got the travel bug. I went to other places like Cambodia. I went to Thailand. But you did? Some, oh, yeah. But there was something about Latin culture that just drew me. Um, so it's maybe the tacos. It's the tacos. The tacos and the cerveza, <laughs> for sure. Uh, so essentially, I continued to travel Latin America throughout the 10 years of my 20s. And Mexico kept coming up, kept coming up. I fell in love with the Mexican culture, the tacos, the food, the family-oriented, the smiles, the fact that even though I didn't speak Spanish, when I tried, the, the Mexicans here, they were warm and welcoming and encouraged me to try, even though I was so broken in how I was pronouncing things or how I was putting things, forming a sentences, I always felt welcomed. And I have been brought into numerous houses of Mexicans. They've offered me dinner, breakfast, tequila, mezcal, and they want nothing in return but just the company, just sharing. So fast forward to age 34, I put all my stuff in storage and I decided to come down to Mexico yet again for my 11th time and start doing wellness retreats. So my, my hometown in Vancouver, I uh, created quite, a, quite a, a successful personal training business and I specialized mainly in female training. And there was something about training females that gave me a sense of purpose. So if you have ever fallen off the wagon, um, I'm speaking mainly to the females out there, you know that it, it, hits, it hits your confidence, it hits other areas of your life when you are just a, a low and you don't recognize the person that you're looking at in the mirror anymore. Um, so that is where I come in. I take you under my wing and help you get that power back. And it usually starts with uh, physical exercise, examining what's not working in your life anymore and doing things, being a doer. I don't want to talk about it. I want you to action. So uh, that is what I am now trying to create in Playa del Carmen is taking all of the women of Playa del Carmen, uh, which Rodrigo agrees that it is a female dominated uh, town here it in is. Mexico. It is, and I'm fascinated by that. So many women from all over the world and beautiful, 
beautiful humans inside and out. So I'm hoping to pivot my business into running a female salt and soul retreats with my partner, yoga instructor, Laura Burroughs. And we're going to, we're going to really just try and get the expats for little like active staycations. And that's, yeah. I think my next journey, um, in the fitness world and the, the wellness world. It's very important actually, because Playa is becoming this iconic city, uh, in so many different, uh, levels. It's an iconic city for the tourism as uh, an iconic city for new businesses, uh, a new iconic city for, uh, healthy people. The people here is beautiful. Like literally there's Gorgeous. A, yes, there's so many good looking people and they're like super fit. Yeah. Um, we also have these digital nomad groups and the expats. Um, oh, and by the way, talking about that guys, don't get married to a label. Okay. You can be an expat, but you can also be a digital nomad, but you can also be just a foreigner. Okay. Just don't get married with labels. Just come to Mexico and just be yourselves. Okay. Um, so we have, yes. we welcome you with open arms. <laughs> Please just come. Just come. Give us your money. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that was so fifth Avenue. <laughs> There's a lot of people who are vendors over there. Um, but no, but the reality is that Playa is turning into this iconic city with this new fit community that is finding itself uh, as a very powerful uh, source for uh, empowering women and men. Yeah, I can talk to some of my friends that were not into the fit world uh, now and they I, I can see that change and I feel how secure and they uh, how committed they are. So first of all, I envy them because they have enough um, willpower. Yes. Motivation. To be able to do it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm also admire their change because the fit part of Playa is not only looking beautiful, they are also becoming more coherent with the life. So the way they eat, the way they relate, the way they get to make an offer, it's incredible. And, and they're not the same people that I met. Well, you become who you surround yourself with. So the, the one thing that I really recognized about Playa del Carmen is there is a group for everything here. There is a group for vegans. There's a group for fitness fanatics. There is, yes. yeah, there is a group for, I mean, alcoholics. There's a group for, which is the majority. Yeah. But there's also so many alcoholic anonymous groups here. Oh yes. I've met so many people in recovery and I find it so interesting because you know, you walk down Fifth Avenue, you see all these people getting wasted. And I think, how can you get sober in this town? But I've never met such a large community of ex-addicts. Have you met anybody? Yes. Any, yes, right? A lot. Yes. And it's amazing that they can do this in this town. So basically what I'm trying to get across to you is if you don't feel like you belong where you are, come to Playa del Carmen <laughs> and you will find a group that you belong in. That is so true. Um, we are we, we are experiencing a new Playa del Carmen because after COVID, everybody just Playa is uh, obviously in Mexico, and Mexico is one of the three countries that are uh, are still open for travelers. Yes, well, for Americans. True. Yeah, and Europeans. Yes, as well. Yeah, because it's only Ecuador, Mexico, and Brazil. Wow. Yeah, right now. So we obviously you're not gonna go all the way to Brazil because it's a little bit more expensive to travel all the way there. It's like in the middle of the continent, right? So as Americans or Canadians, you have to go all the way, right? So Mexico is a really good option and is dragging a lot of people from Europe because the Europeans have the same problem. They have to go all the way to Latin America, like 
Central America to be able to go to Brazil. So they go like, okay, the easiest option is Mexico. And they come to Playa del Carmen because obviously the Caribbean. And they're not going to Cancun because it's like, it's Cancun is like Mexico City, but with an ocean view. Right. And so they're coming to Playa and Tulum. And Playa del Carmen is booming. It is September 23rd and it is fully open, fully booming. And every place that I've been to follows the procedures of the sanitization. They make you walk through the sanitization. They put it on your hands. They take your temperature. They write it down. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I think I'm actually losing the tan in my hands because I've been washing my hands <laughs> with this thing so often. Like, horrible. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, no, he's wearing gloves. No, it does. It's regular skin. It's just like white. <laughs> it's horrible. Every, well, it's, but it's safe. It's safe. So it's, it, ha, it is what it has to do. So one, one of my Canadian friends actually asked this on the Mexpat uh, Club group. She was like, for all of you non-mask uh, uh, people, what do you feel about this? And can I go to Mexico and feel comfortable uh, by not using my mask? And people was really kind and they all replied, um, just be respectful with the areas and the places that are asking you to follow the procedure because it's not them. Is the government asking for this? So if you go to a supermarket, wear a mask and wash your hands. If you go into a restaurant, I know it's ridiculous, but if you have to, they ask you for the mask just to go in until you sit on your table. I mean, just do it, you know, like. Respect, don't, respect, don't, respect. Yeah, don't, you're in, you will be interrupting the waiter or the person that is just helping you. And trust me, they hate the mask as much as you do, right? But it's their job to ask you for those things. So Absolutely. other than that, just go to the beach, be in yeah. the street, be respectful and be yourself. Right now, uh, fully open, as you mentioned, yeah. and aware of the situation. So yeah. pretty safe, I would say, yeah. still. But anyways, I want to go back to your job. Um, what what, motivate, what motivated you to be able to start with this? You share a beautiful story with me, and I'm very impressed. So I would very much like our uh, for our audience to understand where this started. So my fascination with health and fitness yes okay uh i went to university and then got a corporate job at uh at fairmont hotels and resorts it's a five-star uh three diamond hotel chain and i was doing very well at my job because i'm very good with people but i wasn't happy so i was gaining weight gaining weight sitting at a desk sitting at board meetings gaining weight not using my body not listening to my intuition turning everything off so um i started going to the gym because i was like oh my god i saw myself in a picture i'm sure a lot of a lot of you can resonate with this you see yourself in a camera or a mirror or a video and you're like who the fuck is that where did i go oh <laughs> my god i gained weight oh my god i look like shit and i knew it but it was just like seeing it so uh i decided to go to the gym and I knew it was going to be a long process, but I just, I decided to teach myself kind of how to work out. And my, I, people started noticing, you know, four or five months down the road, they started noticing that I was losing weight. Jenny, what are you doing? You look so good. And I was like, oh, well, I mean, I saw myself and I couldn't believe what I saw. And I, I knew I had to make a change. I'm, I'm a doer. So as soon as I feel I need to make the change, I fucking start doing it. So, so you're committed. Yeah, I'm committed. I'm doing it all the way and sometimes it gets me in, in, in bad trouble, places yeah. in trouble <laughs> but sometimes it gets me in good and this is a good part this is a good part of my life so i some of my friends asked to go to the gym with me and i kind of taught them the exercises i was doing they're like jenny you're 
you're really like, this is natural for you. Maybe you should think about doing personal training on the side of, of your, you know, your corporate job. So and I said, it, was, it was your friends that were starting to notice before you noticed that you were good at connecting with people. So you can just uh, send that message yes. on how to do things. Yes. So and I didn't, wow. and I didn't make them feel dumb. Like I was like, don't worry. Like I'm very, I'm a very positive coach. I noticed. Yeah. I'm very positive. So I never, ever say, oh my God, what are you doing? You're doing it wrong. You're fat, blah, blah. And I know that that works on some people. That's not my clientele. Regardless, I was working with my friends and I said, oh, like we're just going to do X, Y, and Z. You're doing so great. Keep going. Let's do five more. And then at the end of our workout, they'd be like, they were like, Jenny, like that was really good. You should do this. And I said, okay, well, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it right. These are the keywords here, people. I got my certification. I spent two years getting my certification. And then I started practicing at a very discounted rate, made sure my clients knew I was at the beginning of my career. I mean, this was 10 years ago. So uh, I just, I just want to slip in this tiny little, little note here is that with today's day and age of social media, YouTube, there are a lot of uncertified trainers out there. And I, I, I want you to do your due diligence and, and make sure that, that whoever you're following really knows what they're doing or else you're going to hurt yourself. And a lot of the times these injuries are going to follow you for the rest of your life. The amount of clients that I've had in their forties and fifties and sixties. Oh, how did you get shoulder pain? Oh, I trained with a trainer in my twenties and I, I ripped my rotator cuff or I tore my rotator cuff and, and it's never been the same. So just please do your due diligence. And when something doesn't feel right, stop doing it. I don't care how fit the person looks that is telling you to do it. You own your own body. That is so true. We actually shared this conversation before we started with the podcast and we, we both had the same opinion about there's, uh, totally about this. It's, there is this X amount of people out there in the world that they're beautiful because they're naturally beautiful. They just mi require minimum effort to be able to look that gorgeous. And they, they think they are doing the right thing by teaching others how to do it. But if exercise is individual, everybody is different. Everybody needs different things. And when you have a certified person in every branch of work, it doesn't matter. If you have a doctor, you want a doctor that is certified. If you have an engineer, an engineer for your house, you know, you want that person to be certified. So why is people not going for certified trainers? Exactly. Just or life coaches life or coach. yoga instructors, oh, just because they've done a thousand yoga classes or they've gotten, they've lost 50 pounds themselves does not mean that they should be, that you should be giving them the power of your body. I think that, I think the problem here is, and it will be a key word, cheap, cheap. And we don't want to spend more money than we, because it makes it, especially now in COVID, like making money is hard for a lot of people. So you're keeping your money under your pillow. And when you get to see the offer of someone that looks kind of okay fit, you don't want to go to the gym and pay for the membership and a trainer and all that. You go like, okay, I'm going to follow this person. I'm going to pay this amount of money because I think it's fair. That's what I can afford. Yeah. Don't do that. No, it's a diluted, it's a very, very, um, diluted market. And, um, you're paying for what you get with wellness. And I can talk about this for days no, because know, it, it's a very, like it hits home for me and I can't, I can't handle seeing people um, following uncertified and, and uneducated uh, trainers because there's so many out there. Um, 
So I'm going to leave it at that. But essentially, we'll go back to my story where I became certified and I started from square one. I created a website for myself, used Facebook and Instagram as, as my marketing. Thank you so much. It's definitely changed in the last 10 years. But when it first came out, it was an amazing comp uh, complimentary marketing tool for me. But now we fast forward into uh, 2020 and I have decided that I want to connect more. I want to connect more with females. I want to help females gain that confidence back through body movement, through journaling, through self-love, through removing all of the masks that you play in your daily life, being a mom, being a, a employee or an entrepreneur, um, being a wife or girlfriend. And I want you to reconnect to who you are because at the end of the day, and I know some people hate the saying, but you're born alone and you die alone. You better fucking like yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I How can you make decisions for yourself if you don't know who you are or you don't like yourself and you're doing everything for um, the pleasure of other people? Absolutely. And that's the pressure that we mentioned before we started this, uh, how the society gets to put like the X amount of pressure uh, for you to be able to belong somewhere. Right. And then when you when you feel like an outcast, you start taking really bad decisions. The only good decision Your ego gets in the way. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, there's good ego and there's bad ego. There's a lot of people who not like what I say, but there's there's a part of an ego that I think it's very usable. It ego is also a tool. It needs to be used, but you need to recognize it. Um, and if you feel like an outcast and you start just taking the wrong decisions because that's how you're feeling is because from the beginning, you don't belong. You're not supposed to belong everywhere and you have to love yourself in every aspect of your life. But also if you want to make a change, that's also good. But, um, yeah, going back to what you were saying, I think it's very important for people to understand that the tribes that women are creating, I won't say tribe anymore. I would say it's a titanic task for women to be all together because yeah. there's so many cultures and there's so many nationalities it's really hard for them to connect and understand at the very most the most intimate level of their feminine mm -hmm. but i think it's necessary yeah it is it's super necessary this is something that as men and i'm sorry i don't know if that this resonates with everyone i can see a guy on the other side from africa or a guy from poland and if I just want to fist bump because I saw something that they like it, they're going to do it. Yeah. Because we are that kind of men. You know, we're bros. Yeah. And it's like everywhere. Women don't have that. We have a sisterhood, but unfortunately there is jealousy, comparison, competitiveness. It's not that, it's not that natural. Out. It needs to be worked. And I think it's a moment for women to be able to create that sisterhood that is just like on a friendship level first. But like sisterhood, sisterhood, you know, like yeah. this is uh, Amazons. I love the Amazon stories, for example. I love Wonder Woman. And and I love the way they get to have a, um, a society that is extremely well balanced and they all understand and they're like sisters, but they're also lovers and they're family. And you don't get to see, the, I get to experience Playa and I get to see nationalities, cultures, classes, because obviously we're divided also by money. And, and now I get to see a lot of powerful women guiding others and i love that part yeah but i want to make sure that when i get to promote someone is the right people mm -hmm. because i don't want to be able to promote broken people so they can just build more broken people yeah right so we need to go through the exercise of let's explore all this part as a group 
and I'm talking now about men and women, uh, but also will be, in my personal opinion, the moment for people, uh, women to come to places like Playa and create in a society everything they require through this friendship that they can have only with women. Because yeah. we men and women, we can get along so well. Yeah. But but we also need to get along very well with our, with own, our own sex. Sex. Yeah. Yeah. And Playa is going to provide that. Playa has already provided that for me, to be honest. Like as soon as as soon as uh, the restrictions of the lockdown started dropping, I joined every single uh, ladies meetup group. Uh, there's fit, many, yes. Yeah, there's so many, and I joined them all. And everyone is so lovely, even if there's a little bit of um, discrepancy or not a miscommunication, it's it's literally fixed right away. Uh, so we are trying to be sisters and and that's what i want to introduce is like staycations for these women you know only six to eight of us and we all go away for the weekend to one of the outskirt places holbosh bacalar el cuyo because it's so it's so easy to travel here yeah but a lot of the times there's a lot of females here that are alone that are here by themselves whether they be a retired or or single moms or single entrepreneurs like myself and they um they don't know they don't they don't know who to go with right they don't want to they don't want to just hop into a van with a bunch of other tourists they they want to <laughs> they want to connect with other females so uh, that's, i'm that's hoping true. yeah and i'm hoping to create these well i i am creating these these uh staycation type um weekend active vacations where we have a lot of spare time to explore the culture of wherever mm -hmm. we are. Wake up with a meditation, guided meditation, do a, a one hour body movement class. And then you have the day to explore. And we always include uh, like one daily act or one activity. Like for example, in Bacalar, we're gonna go around on the boat. Um, in El Cuyo, we're gonna offer kite surfing. Great. And you know, right. so yeah. whatever that little town has to offer. Um, you're gonna find it and you're gonna provide it. Find it, provide it. Yeah, the accommodation, breakfast, all of that fun stuff. I like that idea because yeah. also you're creating a um, a synergy with yeah Mexico. synergy with women. Yeah, with and the country and because the country. It may, obviously you're activating economy for 100%. so many people. And I'm very happy I can provide the kite surfing connection, which is also a super amazing French uh, girl. Great, she's a badass. Oh, it's a girl too. Okay. Wow, you, I got the source for you. Whatever you want, yeah. I can just provide it. And uh, we got we got a lot of things to explore in Mexico, and I think it's the right time. Uh, I'm going to make some publicity here for you guys. If you're not in Mexico yet, but also if you want to come to Mexico, there is this app that is called Adventurely. It's by Mita, Mita Karuman. She's a girl from New York, and she was a female uh, solo traveler. And she felt a little bit uh, threatened several times in her life by our, <laughs> my gender. Uh, I, I, apo I, I apologize for the rest of the men in the world um so she started with the program where she was going to be able to find people that wants to connect because they want to connect not because i'm looking for a woman or i'm looking for a guy so she uh, started this app uh, that is eventually so whatever you want to travel you get to see for the place and then you get to find the small communities of people that are going there because they want that so, so that's it's like cool. a tinder for friends yes but you don't get to see them until you get to meet them for real oh no picture exchange Wow. You're going group to group. Wow. I mean, I don't know. I, that was the last time I saw the Adventurely app. 
And, and it's amazing. It was a beautiful uh, way to start. So I think this is a, as I said, women are just doing so much. Yeah. It's the moment for women to, to, We're to take over. Oh, absolutely. We're empowered. Yeah. And I'm, I, can, I can be happier uh, to, to actually see this. So yeah, you're a, a solo female traveler. You're here. Now, I want you to share with our audience, because I know you haven't figured this out, but why Playa? Mm. So can I be honest? Yes. I don't, when I first got to Playa del Carmen, you guys, I didn't like it. I just, <laughs> Fifth Avenue, for those of you who have been to Playa del Carmen for a vacation, Fifth Avenue is like a Vegas. It is ding, 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 nah, 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 like just it's so much chaos everywhere. Everyone's trying to sell you stuff. Everyone's trying to get money from you. Everyone's trying to pose the pictures with you. It's just- Mexican boyfriend. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, get me out of this town. But the universe had other plans for me. The universe decided, to keep me here uh, during COVID for many reasons. I didn't want to go back home because it's cold up there in Canada uh, and the rent was super cheap here. I was by a beautiful beach. The people here were beautiful. Um, so I stayed. And like I said at the beginning of this conversation, there was an energy that pulled me here. And I didn't get wrapped up in the party scene. I stayed to the fitness scene. So I joined the gym. I met a few uh, other friends that are into, you know, staying fit, running, um, biking, working out, lifting weights, and you you become who you hang out with, right? So, like I mentioned before, Playa del Carmen has whatever you want to do, you can do it. If you want to do yoga at sunrise, you can do that here. If you want to party until four in the morning, you can do that here. If you want to join a meditation two week retreat, you can do that here. Um, the, and what Rodrigo said to me off air is that you can remove all your masks. And I kind of challenged Okay, so we're back. We are sorry we're going to have to edit this part of the podcast. You have no idea, but it just uh, it cut off <laughs> and we just kept talking. But okay, so we're going to continue where we uh, were. So. Essentially, I just wanted to make the point that like no matter where you go in the world, there you are. So if you want to surround, if you want to change your life, surround yourself with uh, the people that, that you admire. So leave the present, be here. Be, be here, be here, be now. Live in the moment. Hashtag. But, <laughs> but leave it with the right people. Well, just, you know, like if you're not, if people are, are, I think I'm just coming from 10 years of personal training where, where people come to me and they hand me, you know, a bucket, a bunch of cash and they say, change me. And it just doesn't work like that. Like you need to change your entire environment. And uh, I've noticed that no matter where I go in the world, the first thing I, I find is a gym. The second thing I find is uh, a grocery store. The third thing I find is a running route. So, but flip the switch, say I was a big drinker back home. The first thing I would find would be a watering hole, right? Like a drinking place. The second mm. place I would find would probably be like friends to drink with. And the third thing I would probably find would be like the best place to have a hungover breakfast. So no matter where you go in the world, there you are. But the beauty of Playa del Carmen is you can do whatever you want. You can remove all the masks. If you want to change your life 180 degrees, you can do that. This is a, 
one of the main features of Playa del Carmen, I, I, I've always said it, and I think it's the, the, the main presentation card that I have for people when I talk about Playa. You can come to this place and be exactly who you want to be. There is nothing stopping you but yourself to be that person. So if you want to be in bad shape, and that's also valid, I mean, don't do it, but that would be a recommendation. But if you want to be that person that just wants to come and drink and do something, I mean, why not? Just, yeah. just be here, you know, and, and enjoy it. If that's what makes you happy, go for it. If you want to be in good shape, go for it. Um, if you don't want to go uh, to the gym every single day and you want to find another way to be romantic, learn how to dance salsa yeah. or, or do something, you know. Yeah. But there's nothing stopping you. And there's not a, a, a pressure from society telling you that you have to be this in order to get that. Right. It's like you want that perfect family. Well, you have to have the good job. You have to be a good man or a good woman and you have to do this. And then no, you can just have a perfect family here if you want to or not. But just have to be here. Mm -hmm. And there's not that path that you have to follow step by step. Mm -hmm. As we were taught, mm -hmm. there's no pressure because no one knows you. And that's the beauty of it. Yeah. You can be whoever you want, whatever you want. Yeah. Just just don't scam people, please. Yeah. You know, so. Um, Playa. I love Playa. I'm in love with this place. Uh, Playa is my girlfriend and I, I, I can't say enough about this place. I will always find something different. But I want to invite everyone to um, start just checking the uh, expat groups. I mean, go to mine first, the expat club. Uh, but get a lot of information from these people. Like uh, right now, I think it's a moment for us to communicate and to be able to ask. There is there are no dumb questions. Just ask why would people come to Mexico? Why it would be an option for you to come to Playa? Uh, what's the income that you require to live here? I mean, think about all those things. Just come and ask and take that step. It's hard sometimes, but it's not as hard as it was 10 years ago. It's a lot easier right now. We're in the best moment of our lives to be present in our lives and do whatever we want to do. And the thing is after COVID, we all have realized that time does matter. We lost a lot of time. We lost a lot of things, but we gained more. And it was a perspective of who we want to be and what we're going to do with our lives. Yeah. So uh, follow, follow everyone that you want. Just be aware that you are a person with the same possibilities as the rest to be followed. Become leaders. Become better people. And not for you only. It's because we need it right now. Um, and come to Playa, become a Playense, which is one of the most amazing things in the world, I promise you. So we got this beautiful person in front of me. I am having a blast. We shared a lot today uh, outside of the, the, the podcast too. Uh, I had a great conversation and this is what makes me joyful to be able to communicate with people from all over the world. And I, I want to thank you for your time. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. And guys, um, follow her. Ultimate Females, www.ultimatefemales.com. Or if you want to join one of our retreats coming up in the next few years, saltandsoul.com. There you go. There you have it. So follow her. Saltandsoulretreats.com. See? <laughs> she doesn't even know her own brand. We're going to have Shit. to work on that. We're going to have to work on that. <laughs> uh, but no, for real, go and follow her and, and uh, discover Mexico. It's amazing. I mean, we do have a lot of bad reputation, but we also have salsa and tacos. So it, it all gets even. Uh, love you, wonderful people of the world. Thank you so much for your time. Um, you're not alone. You will never be alone if you get to come to Mexico. Totally.
right? Yeah. We are we are your unknown family. Come so. join us. Come play in the water. <laughs> Come yes, and with the doggies, but they're not allowed to go to the beach yet right now. Dogs. No, yeah. we have to go to other places, but you can come with uh, the rest of us. Enjoy this place. Have a wonderful time. Uh, text us on the Mexpa Club or the Mexpa Channel, whatever you choose. And know that Playa is open for business and pleasure. Have a wonderful time. Thank you. Thank you. And we'll see you in Playa very soon. Thank you all. Besos from Mexico.